Welcome to Tower Talks. I'm Ashley. And I'm Caitlin. This is the podcast where oversharing is caring and no subject is off limits. Hello, friends. Welcome back. This week, we are going to talk about God's promises and just kind of what those look like in our lives. So, Ashley, has there ever been a time in your life where he has made you a promise and it has already come to pass? With our marriage. Like, yeah. He told me that everything was going to be okay in the end. I just had to trust him. But that was when there was zero evidence that yeah. things were going to be okay in the end. But yeah, getting to see that and like walk through that with him mm-hmm. was really cool. I think that that's kind of what his promises look like sometimes. It's yeah. Like, he he makes outlandish promises yes. like that do not make sense. And then you're like, well, I don't know how this is going to happen. But, right. you know, just have to trust him. Because right now we both have a promise that... Multiple <laughs> promises. <laughs> but like in the natural, mm-hmm. they are literally impossible. Yeah. Whether that is financially, mm-hmm. physically, like it's different for both of us. Mm-hmm. But then it's also been confirmed multiple times. Mm-hmm. And we know it's God. Mm-hmm. And then you're just waiting. And you're like, <laughs> okay, whatever. But I think in that, to like in the waiting, things are happening. Mm-hmm. Like I was telling her, I heard somebody explain promises like pregnancy. Because when you get the promise from God, it's kind of like that positive pregnancy test. Like, you know, at the end, you're going to get this beautiful, squishy baby to Mm -hmm. love. But then during it, you just have to wait. And you have to put in effort. There are changes taking place in you physically and emotionally. Mm -hmm. But then hard stuff can come up too. Like, yeah. You know, something can go on with your pregnancy or you may be physically sick. You may be emotionally exhausted. (laughs) You have to put in a lot of time and even money into it. But those are just the steps you're taking in order to get to the promise. Mm -hmm. Even though during all of that, you don't get to see the end result. You don't get to feel it. You don't get to touch it and smell it and all the fun things. You just have to wait and hope. But yeah. that's exactly what faith is, like hoping for the things that you right now cannot see. Yeah. But you know that that's what God has promised you. So you just walk through it and take all the little steps that you have to take along the way. That makes a lot of sense, too, because um, when he had told me about one of my promises mm-hmm. and I was like, well, that's crazy, <laughs> you know. And then he kind of, over time, convinced me, like, no, this is true. I have confirmed it multiple times. This is for me. I've given you dreams. I've given you visions. Like, what else do you need? You know? And so then finally I was like, okay, I accept this as a promise from you. Mm -hmm. Now what do I do? And it was like, well, now you wait. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, that that seems so cruel at the Uh time because I was like, I just finally said yes to this. And now you're like, okay, perfect. I'll give you a step later. (laughs) Yeah. And so I was asking a mentor about it and I was like, why did he do that? Like Mm -hmm. as soon as I said, yes, he just like moved the finish line. 
And she said that the waiting season is always necessary. Like, yeah. always, there is never a promise fulfilled without some sort of season of waiting and preparation for it. Yeah. And um, God kind of explained it to me this way one day, again with the animal analogies. <laughs> he said, it's like if um, I said to you, hey, do you want to get a puppy? And I'm like, yeah, I really want a puppy. Yeah. He's like, okay, well, you're not responsible enough for a puppy yet. So let's work on cleaning your room, you know, and like all of these things that you need to do in order to be responsible enough to take ownership of something that you want. And I was like, why would you like dangle the carrot? Yeah. (laughs) Like, hey, do you want a puppy? Well, you can't have it yet, you know. And he, he said it's because... If I did not tell you the reward, mm-hmm. you would not be motivated enough to do the things you needed to do in order to get the reward. Yeah. So it's like, if you want the reward, I give you the promise up front to motivate you to go through all of this waiting. Right. And sacrifice and all of the little tiny steps you have to take. Mm-hmm. Because you know that there's that good thing at the end of it. Yeah, there's definitely one of those with our promise because I think I've said on here before that I can be slightly hot-headed <laughs> or have a very, so slightly. <laughs> a very strong opinion about something or even lash out. <laughs> what? I know, me? What? <laughs> but during talking to him about the promise, he said, um, when that comes, you won't be striving for peace peace will live in your home Mm. so that right there is enough for me to be like that's what I want I want peace in my home and I am willing to do the work right now in the waiting in order to grow that in me and in my family so that when the promise comes Mm -hmm. we're fully ready to live that out right so and then it's like when the promise comes you're also not having to figure out what to do with it because you're like yeah you've been preparing I've been preparing for this like taking the whole pregnancy example thing as soon as you find out you have a positive pregnancy test you don't expect to have a baby tomorrow yeah you know because you know it's got to grow and Mm -hmm. it's got to develop and you've got to prepare your home for it you know like there's all this thing that that needs to take place that's a really good example Yeah, because no matter what your promise is, like there's going to be growth and changes that take place inside of us Mm -hmm. simply to prepare ourselves or to change our heart or our mind or something around it Yeah, to get ready. That's really good. I know. I liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to remember what was on the podcast. You had talked about Joseph and reading his. Yes. That's what's so funny because anytime one of us has something, like I called you and I was like, I don't know why, but I just, this promise thing is going on. And you were like, oh, funny, because I was just reading the story about <laughs> Joseph and his promises. So it was one of those things that like kept repeatedly coming up. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, every podcast I listened to, every YouTube video I saw, every TikTok I watched, it was yeah. like everybody was mentioning Joseph. And so usually when that happens, I'm like, okay, God. You want me to read Joseph? I get it. You know, like, but I felt like he was telling me that because he was like, there's some similarities in Joseph's story that you need to, like, apply to your life kind of thing. Right. 
Um, and so in the story of Joseph, it was talking about, I mean, it looks like everything's going wrong. Like, his brothers sell him. And then he goes to Potiphar's house and gets thrown in jail. And then, you know, it's just like everything that could go wrong did go wrong. But ultimately, it was setting him up for success. Yeah. And he had favor wherever he went. And, you know, God was telling me that it it doesn't look like the promise right now. But you are well on your way. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks like things are going wrong. And it looks like... You know, you're coming in the face of all this opposition, even though I have told you this is where you got to go. Yeah. And, but it's because it's going to get you to the promise. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the path you have to go through to get there. Mm-hmm. And even this morning, he was kind of explaining it to me, like, getting your braces taken off. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you know, you spent all this time. Yeah. And, like, the braces have moved the teeth to where they need to be. You're finally ready. And prepared to step into that next season, but you still got to get your braces off. Yeah. And that is torture. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you ever had braces, did you? Yeah, I did. You did? Uh Uh-huh. All through high school. What? I know. I do not remember that. I got them off our junior year. I do not remember that. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's because I only saw you from a distance until, like, senior year. Yeah. But, yeah, I had braces, too, and getting them off was horrendous. <laughs> but then it's like, once you get them off, it's like, yes, this is who I really am, you know? Like, <laughs> now my mouth lines up with, like, who I always knew I could be. <laughs> and I think it's kind of the same way. It's, yeah. You just got to go through that that yucky stuff to get to where he wants you to be. Mm -hmm. And then you had said with Joseph's story too, that even when his brothers came, Mm -hmm. that they did not recognize him. Oh, yes. Thank you for that. Because I, yeah, left that part out. So it it did say that Joseph gets into power, you know, and he's like second in command to Pharaoh. Yeah. He even has Pharaoh's signet ring, which means that like, he can sign documents in Pharaoh's name. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how much favor he had in the eyes of the king. And so his brothers come to him because they're like, we need food. There's a famine in the land. Right. Will you please sell us some food? He recognizes them immediately. Mm-hmm. But it says that they did not know who he was. And it even said that he was using an interpreter to speak to them. Like, they didn't even speak the same language yeah. anymore. Because he was so far removed from where he started. Yep. You know? And and so it was just kind of cool to see that, like, he had changed so much in order to become that person. Because the little shepherd boy could <laughs> that started off in the field, right, could never yeah. do that. He had to go through all of the things that he went through in order to get there. Mm-hmm. And then when he did get there... His own brothers couldn't even recognize him. Yeah. But even in all of that time, they just lived their regular life. Mm-hmm. And were still doing the same things that they had been doing 15 years ago. Yeah. Because they hadn't had their promise from God and walked through that journey to get to wherever they need to actually be. Yeah. But what is so cool is that God still showed them favor. Mm-hmm. 
Because it, it said in his story, too, God sent me ahead of you in order to save your lives. Yeah. So it was like, even though the, his family was not really doing the work, they were just kind of like stuck in their ways. He was going ahead. Yep. And doing the work to save their lives. All of his work impacted his whole family. Yes. He was the catalyst. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important for all of us to be in a position like with God to be able to hear his promise for our life, whether that's something financially, even if it's just your bills will be taken care of this month. Like mm-hmm. I will meet your needs. Or if it is something physical or emotional or some big dream that completely shifts your future. Like mm-hmm. Just hearing from God and then holding on to that promise for your life and what he has for you. And then we were listening to a podcast the other day and she talked about how she gathered evidence along the way and like noted the tiny things that happened where right then it may not seem like it all goes together, but then looking back, she could see every little step that it took to get her to her promise mm-hmm. of a husband. And she bought the wedding ring before she ever even met this man. <laughs> uh, then they were trying for a baby and they bought a crib, set it up in their house, and it was still three years before they ever got pregnant. Yeah. But just taking those steps of faith of, like, God has said it, so that is what I'm holding on to. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing in Joseph's story was uh, when Pharaoh had the two dreams that Joseph interpreted as, as meaning, like, seven years of abundance, yeah. seven years of famine. He said, God gave you this dream twice. Because it means he's already decided on the matter and he will make it happen quickly. Mm -hmm. Now, bear in mind that God's quickly (laughs) and our quickly are not Not the same. same. (laughs) Because there's one thing that I have had four dreams about. Yeah. And it has not happened. And I'm just like, hello, where are you? You know? Yeah. But it is coming. You will not (laughs) talk me out of it. (laughs) But, um... No, that kind of reminds me of when Josh and I first met. So Josh was my first boyfriend Mm -hmm. because I had decided from a very young age, I was like, I don't want to like date around. Yeah. That doesn't sound fun to me. I have a very sensitive heart. I don't want my heart to be broken unnecessarily. Right. (laughs) Like, I just don't want to date around. I want to like find my person. And stick with my person. Mm -hmm. And I was okay if it took like one or two tries, but I didn't want to, Yeah, you know. So anyway, I had told God this, and I had felt like God had promised me that he was going to bring me my husband. Mm -hmm. Well, when I'm in high school and middle school, you know, and like all my friends are dating, and I'm chilling with my parents on a Friday (laughs) night, you know, like, and, and I was the type that... Um, I was a late bloomer, shall we say. <laughs> and my best friend growing up was like gorgeous, like naturally gorgeous. And so I was always the type that like nobody really showed any attention to anyway, which was fine. But um, I just remember being like, God, where is he? You know, like, is is he coming soon? Am I going to meet him in college? Like, what mm-hmm. what's going to happen? And he would just keep saying, wait, just just wait just wait and I had to make a choice of like if someone did show interest in me yeah being like "Mm, you're not my husband yeah (laughs) like 
I'm not entertaining you because I know you're not the one, so no thank you. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, that didn't happen very often, but (laughs) just, like, having that in my heart of to say, like, no, I I know for sure that you're not it. Yeah. So I'm not going to entertain something that's contradictory to my promise. Mm -hmm. And so then one day, uh, Josh had shadowed one of the guys to like see if he wanted to come to our school and I remember walking in the cafeteria and I was just like who is that (laughs) that tall dark drink of water over there (laughs) well because I mean we went to private school and I don't think they put the hormones in the chicken at the private school because I was at school with a bunch of baby-faced little boys and then in walks this like man with (laughs) muddy boots and calloused hands and buzzed haircut you know and I I was just like whoa he's different you know yeah and it was like it was not love at first sight because like you can't love someone if you don't know them you Mm -hmm. know but it was like something in my spirit was like oh you yeah you're different like I need to get to know you you. Yeah. yeah And so it took a while. We did not have any classes together. And I tried multiple times to, like, get myself in the room with him. (laughs) Anyway, finally, one of my best friends was hanging out with one of his best friends. We wound up meeting. We were friends for several months. And then when he asked me to be his girlfriend, it was like, game over. Yeah. But... That was a that was like one of the only promises from God that I've had that's been fulfilled so far. Mm-hmm. And so it's like I, I've seen him do it, but even then you you get forgetful. Yeah, and you still have to constantly remind yourself that he has done this before. Yeah, and he can do it again. That's what in that podcast she was saying that that's what a testimony is. Like mm-hmm. I have seen you do this before. So I know you will do it again for me. It's like in the Bible when you read about the Israelites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they yeah. just got out of slavery, you know. And then God delivers them from slavery through plagues. Mm-hmm. They leave Egypt. They get chased down. He parts the Red Sea for them. Yeah. They go through that. They have no food. He literally makes food fall from the sky. They eat that, and then they go to the promised land, and they're like, oh, we can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, you morons. Like, did you, you not walk see? through the water Literally <laughs> an hour ago, he, like, did this for you. Like, what are you thinking? Yeah. But then I look at my own life, and I'm like, I am the moron. I, <laughs> I am the Israelites because I'm... Look at what he did. Yeah. And I'm still sitting there like, but will you do it this time? You know, like thinking that somehow he's like used up all his power. (laughs) And once you just let him in the situation, everything changes. Mm -hmm. Like when the disciples came in from fishing and he was like, go back out. Like cast your net on the other side. They were like, dude, we have been fishing all night and got nothing. He's like, okay. Try again. But go back out and cast <laughs> on the other side. And then their boat could not even hold all their fish mm-hmm. just because he stepped into that situation where they were trying out of their strength mm-hmm. all night 
and got nowhere. But then they just followed his little direction mm-hmm. and bam. And sometimes it takes contending for it. And it yeah. takes it takes trying things and it takes being wrong a mm-hmm. couple times. Like you can mess it up and not forfeit your promise. Yeah. Because you're just like, okay, well, I tried this and it didn't work. God, what do you want me to do now? Well, go back out and try again. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, Make and you may have to adjustment. do it a few times. But, yeah. like, he's going to get you there. He's not going to leave you in the wilderness. He's not going to leave you right. with no fish to eat. Like, you're going to get it eventually. You just have to You just have to keep following after it. Mm-hmm. The whole purpose of this podcast is so that people will feel less alone in their struggles by the topics we're covering. And so if you know someone who could be helped by this episode, feel free to share it with them just so that they feel like they're seen. And if you have any comments or questions or even topics that you want us to discuss, feel free to share those with us too at Tower Talks Podcast on Facebook or Instagram.